Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and I am, like, the lowliest, lowliest officer of cold, clammy, overheated, largely dripping. <laughs> I caught a cold. I just, it didn't even sneak up on me. It just, like, appeared your one day. Boom. <laughs> I know it just popped up, and so now I'm all stuffed up, but also drippy, cold, but also very, very hot, <laughs> depending on the time of day. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Sounds like fun. Oh my gosh, so much fun. You have no idea. No idea. We should all go back to wearing masks. <laughs> or, or we should <laughs> never have worn masks in the first place because then my immunity was amazing because i was exposed to everything all day long all year long and then we went two years without being exposed to anything because because of the masks and now my my immunity is it's weakened i probably need i probably need like a good two to three weeks in a kindergarten classroom that would expose me to everything or kill you well, it would kill me, <laughs> but for different reasons. It would also, it would also like make me the healthiest. I would be exposed to everything, all the liquids, all the goos, all the, all the, all the things. And then my, my immune hands system sticky, would be just back to normal. Ew. Oh, you have no idea. You, uh, oh, kindergarten, it's a whole different world, a whole different world. Anyway, that is me. I'm drippy, but also clogged. It's the worst. <laughs> drippy, but also clogged. I know you get. I'm getting the. I'm getting the best of both aspects of the cold. <laughs> okay, that Canadian dictionary is really weird when it comes to definition. Definition of terms like best. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my American one. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Perfect. And I am Al, and this week I am also a sub-agent of Decorate. Mm. Donning, ele- donning elaborate Christmas ornaments randomly around the estate. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, this is the time where my wife is, decides this is when all the decorations are going up. Totally. And totally. the nice thing is... They go up in specific spots that she wants to put them in, specific places, <laughs> which means my job, and I've checked several times to make sure this is what she wants me to do, is usually <laughs> stay the hell out of her way. <laughs> which works, because I'm like, okay, I'll go edit or something, or watch TV. <laughs> and then you'll emerge from the cave and everything will be decorated and Christmas I went in the office. I talked the dogs with me, so they stay out of the way. We watched uh, what was it watched yesterday? Oh yeah, Batman and Mister Zero, Batman and Mister Freeze, Sub Zero. <laughs> and it came out, and it's like, oh, looks like Christmas exploded in the living room. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Thanksgiving's done, and you zoom right into the next one. Yep. Perfect. Perfecto. And then I had to be shown all the lights outside and how they all turn off because that's my, my job is to turn them off at night because I'm usually up an hour or so later than her. <laughs> she even puts up the outdoor lights? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like we're putting anything up outside. Like, nothing is going up on the house. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like, different things. Like, okay, this, you know, this gnome thing that lights up gets put here. And, you know, these candy wow. cane lights on the walkway here. Wow. She's a keeper. Keep that one. Kind of my plan. Good. Good, good, good. Good plan. I mean, I have no problem doing it, but she has, like, a specific, like, this is how it must be. So like, all right, if, me, it would be like if I if I was doing it, I would just kind of like take take a box of decorations at a time. I go, you go here, and yeah, you go here. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. They don't go together. They're 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 friends now. <laughs> they like to be together. I don't know. There you go. There's an empty Making... spot. I put something there. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. I can see how that might cause a little bit of. Friction. So she's like, let me. Uh, meanwhile, she's taking pictures so she knows where everything is next year. Oh, that is smart. That is very, very smart. Mm-hmm. I would never think of that in years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like random chaos. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Alrighty. Well, yes. Random chaos. Meet yeah. Rebels. Meet Rebels. The next yep. to last issue. Mm-hmm. The penultimate. Penultimate. The world is going crazy. Yes. Rebels 96. Yeah. Number 16. Parting shot, as we see on the cover by Derek Oakwin, and I'm assuming Mark Probst probably again. Uh, I think so, yep. Stealth is there. With a dropping a gun from her hand because Vril Dox is behind her pointing his gun to her head. Why? What is going on here? Revenge. Revenge is what's going on. Well, let's find out. Okie dokie. So the story is Expiring Minds. We have our first page. It gives us our dramatic persona. Vril Dox, super intelligent founder of the Interplanetary Police Agency Legion now a fugitive from his own organization. Along with Stealth, Telepath, Phase, Borborb, well, cross that one out. Not anymore. <laughs> Strata and Garv, former Legion officers, now Rill's fugitive. And it kind oh, of ends is. there. I'm assuming the word companions or something like that should be there. Actually, yeah, they yeah. are kind of companions. He is kind of like now the first Rill's doctor. fugitive. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You know, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Just dragging <laughs> him along, not telling them anything. Mm-hmm. You figure mm-hmm. it out on your own. Anyway, they have set their ship's course for the planet Cairn, while intending to mount a, latch, a last-ditch effort against Legion's leader, Lyral Dox, Vril and Stealth's power man son, who is cementing his rule by broadcasting a powerful mind-control wave throughout the galaxy. Tennessee Pyre, writer, Derek Aukwin, penciler, Mark Propes, inker, Stuart Sheffies, computer colorist, Gaspar, letterer, mm-hmm. Peter Tennessee, assistant editor, and Dan Raspler is the editor. Right and on. Our first page is, starts off, it's actually four panels, it's split up with the four panels. In the center is Literal, looking at his computers, and all around him are all images of all the people it's actually the Argites being uh, and other aliens 
all kind of being all uh, obedient servile to him. Yes. And the, the caption starts off with, when Laryl Dox became aware of the universe, he saw himself as its center, as any infant would. Unlike other infants, he possessed the intellect necessary to transform it, inch by inch, into something he could live with. He started with Legion. There would be no insubordination, no will but his own. His early mind control technology saw to that. With his private police force in place, the ripples of his control spread outward to engulf the leaders of the client worlds. And then the masses who serve them, they now serve only literal docs as his mind control broadcasts fill the galaxies. These pitiful slave ranks are swelling. Exhausted from forced labor, starved for nourishment, yet brimming with rapture. In anticipation of the day, now at hand, when all who live, when all who live will join them. So yep. it's kind of creepy. It has gotten very creepy very quickly. And it, it's also kind of creepy when you kind of, they put it that way. It's like, oh yeah, an infant does kind of view themselves at the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. And it's like, oh, that's even creepier. Babies are evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah, must stop them before fun. they get us all. <laughs> totally. Totally. All right, we'll join the anti-baby crusade later. For now, we have a ship flying through space, or actually several ships, and out of, we hear a voice out of one of them. Grokham Wave, we've been barely staying ahead of it since Raxel. We can't keep running forever. It's got us. And inside that one ship, we see it's the Blood Circle people. Yeah. Including their new sin and the other people yeah. from it. Why are they back? And why are we spending pages, two pages, three pages, two pages with them? I don't know. I'm wondering so if... We're going to see some of them in the last issue based on what happens here, but we'll see. Maybe. Anyway, Sin's in the command chair saying, don't give up now, Grunk. And Grunk, if everyone remembers, is their knockoff Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. We're the blood circle. Freedom is all we live for. Divert power to the Sin. Waves overtaking the rear. What? We got to do something, Kachua. Those are our comrades back there. And you can see the wave overtake the other ships that are behind them. So obviously these other members of the blood circle. And we hear them say, sorry, Grunk. They're not our comrades anymore. And we see the three aliens inside the other ship. Brothers, I understand everything now. We serve the wrong cause. I see it too. We must atone. By smashing the blood circle. And they all start shooting on Sin's ship. Since that's the only one that hasn't been hit by the wave yet. Mm-hmm. And Sin's in there saying, we're hit. Bloody weak puppets so eager to hand their minds over without a struggle. Where's their loyalty? Fire rear blasters, and they fire the rear blasters, and they sh- blow up all three of the other ships. Targets destroyed. Grunk, full speed ahead. Let's put as much distance as we can between us and this madness, and go start fresh somewhere. And what is her name again? Kachua. She's talking to Grunk, saying, "I don't believe this." And since look at them going, "Wait, what are you doing?" And they're they're pulling out their guns and pointing it at him, taking over, hypocrite. Keep droning on about freedom, Sin. We're going to stay put and fight for it. So that makes me wonder if maybe we're going to see them show up in the final issue. Like on maybe. You know, the side. But kind of like the end of uh, kind of like the end of the Rocketeer. I guess I, I guess. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the crooks are like, you know, I'm a crook, but I'm an American crook. And they all tune up the, with the FBI <laughs> and fight the Nazis. Totally. Totally. 
Anyway, back on Cairn, we see Lyril in his crib, and he's looking at his mobile, which, you know, mobile, which has like a little, uh, it's all planets, and he's looking at it going, saying to himself, it's mine, all mine, the armies, the factories, the minds and hearts of all who live. It's so stimulating, I can't even sleep. He presses a button on his crib. Slave, get in here. And it looks like one of the uh, Argrades. Yes, sir. Do something. Help me get to sleep. Very well, sir. I'll put you to sleep. And he starts choking Lyril. <laughs> He's like. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> but he doesn't get too far when you hear someone yell, stop. And a big shadow blast goes right through his back out of his front of his stomach. Killing him, by the way, just in case you weren't sure. Uh-huh. And he drops Lyril, and it was like, Grok, that was so close. He had his hand right in, he, he had my throat right in his, in his. But Lydia, in case you weren't sure who that was at the Dark Force Blast, picks him up. You're safe, Master. I was watching the monitor, as I always do. But I thought I mind-controlled him. You did. You tortured him and took his will. I don't know how he could have. Lydia, I want all the Argus to pay for this, all for them, right now. Yes, sir. Oh boy. And now we're back to a satellite, Legion satellite. And Davros there talking to the other members of the recruits, including Layla from the Lobo Annual. Yeah. So shows up again. And Davros yeah, this tells. Is yeah, like one of her Surprise appearance by Layla. And this is a much bigger appearance than the other one she's had. <clears throat> totally. Annual. Yeah, she gets, like, speaking words. I know. And more than just the panel. <laughs> uh-huh. And Davar's telling them, just keep what you're doing, kids. Our work here is really paying off. The waves engulf nearly every Legion world, and more and more besides. So why is everybody so grok and glum? And by the way, just so everyone knows, we have up here Amon Hawk, Layla, Gigantis, Garen Beck, and Xena Moonstruck. It's kind of funny that the baby has put them all in, like, kind of bondage, fetish-type leather outfits. Yeah, that baby's got some weird... Uh... I mean, we already talked about Amon Hawk, and it's, like, just chest harness now, and, like, he generally has almost like a heart, you know, a bridle in his mouth. But Xena, uh -huh, we can see, is kind uh -huh. of wearing almost like a Dominatrix, out, you know, esque outfit. Yeah. I mean, that looks like something Storm would have, you know, Storm would have worn in, like, her, you know, Mohawk days. I know, I know. But anyway, so Davar said, why is everybody so grok and glum? And Layla's saying, I I hear things inside my head, nagging feelings of of nothing feels right. And Beck is also saying, takes a lot of guts to admit that, Layla. Takes, you know, it's been a while since we've done the whiny Garen voice. It takes a minute to get back into it. Truth is, I've been having these weird visions. Empty skulls, dead Argites. I'm afraid to think about what they mean. And Davarf tells him, Beck, I got doubts too. But things are, are better now, really. Remember, Viral Docs treated us, treated us like, and the alarm goes off, Oak Rock. That's a distress call from one of the satellites. Put it on screen. And it's the rebel ship smashing up one of the satellites. I know I know that weird ship. It's Docs. Davros like, is he crazy? What's he doing near Cairn? Beck, you stay behind and keep things running here. The rest of you, get to the gunships. We're going to catch up that lunatic. When we do, 
and Amon tells him, no need. They're headed this way. Oh, yeah. And, and on the rebel ship, we have, just so everyone knows, we have Viral Docs and the command chair with the tentacles going to his head. And we have the presidential guardian from that one planet still, Garv, Strata, Stealth, uh, Phase, and Telepath. And the guard, the presidential guardsman is saying, I suppose you have a plan, Mr. Docs. My is in on it. And Doc tells him, it's simple. I'm going to stop my son before he gains, gains control of every mind in the galaxy. And Faze asks him, that's your strategy? Essentially. And Stealth is telling him, you might have at least consulted us before dragging us into enemy territory. Ah, listen to me. Like Doc's ever consulted <laughs> anyone. Now she's getting it. She's like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go with it. Just going with it. Mm-hmm. But the guardsman is not used to all this yet. This stinks. How do we even know there is really is a mind control wave? And Garv tells him, some turn your whole Grokkan planet into a wrestling arena? Well, we aren't brainwashed, are we? Docs tells him, no. Remember, you just crashed your, our cruiser. I felt the wave at first, but the pain may have nullified it. That's stupid. Fine. Believe what you want. But this is our last chance, and we're going to take it. If we don't, we won't even have retained the capacity to regret it. Unless Lyrell lets us, because we're not fighting over who owns Legion anymore. We're fighting for nothing less than the right to think. The right to exist. This is no suicide mission. We're armed. This Gregorian mind purifier cured me of my drug addiction in seconds. It should eliminate Lyrell's influence as well. And we have the assistance of no less a power than Neuron that Lyrell can be beaten by us. And we flash back to that scene from a few issues ago during the Underworld Unleashed crossover where Vril is making mm-hmm. his deal with Neron, and Neron says, but not until you remember whose son he is. And so Vril looks at everyone, so can anyone tell me why we should wait? And Strato says, no reason, Chief. You're calling the shots. And Telepath is really on board with this. Yeah, I, I guess. But Stealth is all for it. Let's give our sons a little overdue discipline. And back on Argite, back on Cairn, we see a bunch of the Argites being marched away, being phased. Uh, I'm not sure if they're by drones or by ships that are kind of poking them to pry them to move. And we see voices from the ships. March, Argites, and take a last look at your filthy homes. You'll never see them again. And then from above the sky, above them in the sky, we hear, never say Never. And something is done to those ships. It looks, I guess, maybe it's telekinesis kind of smashing them into each other. Yeah, I think so. Because we he's see... kind of yeah. got... <clears throat> Sorry, yeah, he's kind of got anything powers right now. Hmm. I mean... It, he's kind of driving the Silver Age Superman. It's like, whatever I need to do, yeah. I can do it. <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, it's Captain Comet and Mary Jane. And people saying, Captain Comet? But isn't he Legion? Yes, I am. Now get out of these chains. Who's ready to fight for freedom? And he telekinetically ter- breaks all their chains, and they're all archives like, we are Death the Legion. That's so stuff right. happened. And back on the Legion satellite, Davroff was there with Layla and Amon, and he's saying, they're here and we're ready. Activating Neuron Net. And Amon's saying, <clears throat> Like swatting a blood fly with a reptilian reptilian cannon. 
And Layla's asking, I don't know, Davroff, is killing them absolutely necessary? And Davroff says, the question never occurred to me. Fire. And they fire, and we hear, Docs, we're hit. Settle down, telepath. Our hole is impervious. And theirs isn't. They use the claws to start ripping open the, the hole. But FaZe yells at him, the station's populated. Docs, those people aren't responsible for their actions. You can't just murder. And he tells her, I have no intention. In fact, my scans show that it's staffed by our old recruits. If we can cleanse their minds, they'll make useful allies. And basically, he just uses the claws to make a hole big enough for the front of the ship to go into the satellite. <laughs> and on board the satellite, Gigantus is yelling at Davroff, your weapon failed. They're boarding us. If they get to those controls, they can close the whole operation down. Shut up, Gigantus. I'm trying to think. And Davros, I guess, has thought as much as he can. All right, follow me. And he flies off. And do what? Although it's Amon saying that with his bright, his uh, little thing in his mouth now. So I guess he sounds like, and do what? <laughs> as Davros tells him, we're going to kill him with our bare hands. And back down on Cairn, Captain Comet is leading the uh, Argites towards an armory. Officer, stand away from that door. The officers are like, what the rock's going on here? Argot's a crazier than I thought. Like we're going to hand over an armory. Open fire on the crowd. Wait, that, that's Captain Comet. He's core team. Or was. Then let's give him everything we got as their guns fly out of their hands into the Argites. Weapons. We have weapons. We are going to win. Don't celebrate yet, my friends, as Comet basically blasts the door open with his telekinesis. We still have shopping to do. And the officers inside are all like, Captain Comet, shoot to kill. He's on the chief's enemies list. I am? How flattering. And he basically, you know, telekinetically grabs all the guns and shoots them all over to the Argites. <laughs> Very conveniently. Here, grab what weapons you can use and distribute the rest and wield them responsibly. Because you're a legion now. And the Argites are at the cops at gunpoint. Come on, cop, try something. I'd love to blast your brains out. Easy, mister. And Mary Jane's like, Comet, what are we unleashing here? What purpose does it serve to turn these people into killers? Not killers, free men and women. But with your abilities, we could face docs ourselves. We'd have as big a chance of winning as the Argites do. Then we could set the Argites free. We'd have the power. That's right, Mary Jane. We would. But this way, they have the power. Yes. I've got the power. <laughs> anyway, back on the satellite. Docs is giving his people their orders. All right, listen carefully. First, we shut down this brainwave generator. Any sign of the recruits, just keep them out of my line of fire. Just keep out of my line of fire. But the recruits show up, and Davroff tells him, the life of a fugitive hasn't changed you, Docs. You're still a high-handed creep. We're not your lowly recruits anymore. We're the Legion core team. I'm really lucky. A lot of people have ex-bosses they hate. But not too many get to send them and grind them into green paste. <laughs> and Doc tells him, I'll settle with you, Davroff, after I eliminate the tough opponents. And he shoots Amon with the the uh, purifying gun. Mm -hmm. And Amon's like, what, ah, what, what have I done? I gave literal Docs my mind. And Docs is like, Brill's like, next. But Davroff has a plan. Get him. 
And everyone starts fighting. Yep. Doc says, all right, Davroff, guess it's your turn. But Davroff is too fast, and he grabs the gun out of uh, Doc's hand. Hawk, I need that weapon. Then you shall have it. And he grabs Davroff, and Davroff says, okay, okay, it's yours. And he smashes it over Amon Hawk's head. That's not a good thing, is it? <laughs> no. No. We have our one thing we could use. Oh, crap. We broke it. <laughs> <laughs> and he flies away. Ha! You won't be polluting any more of our minds, Docs. But we can still spit in yours. No. And he busts open. I'm not really sure what that is. I think that's the thing that holds. I think that's like the tube that holds all the energy from the wave, the mind control wave. I think so. And it shoots out all over, and Stealth is like, Docs, it's over, we've lost! He tells her, not yet, Stealth. We're going to win, and he shoots her. Blammo. Concluded next issue. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten this, and I can't remember if it's like a real shooting or if there's a twist coming. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I know eventually, spoilers, Stealth doesn't make it out. At some point, she gets black knighted, so. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, she... Blackest Night. Yeah, Blackest Night. Like, I think she shows up in Blackest Night. As one of the zombies. But I don't remember how she got there. I guess we'll get there at some point. I think so. But I suspect this is probably just a cliffhanger that will be uh, resolved and twisted next issue. That's my guess. They don't really remember. But... I have no idea, because I've never read this much, so. There we go. Now, yeah. So does it look like Docs is getting bathed by the mind control light, or no? I mean, it just looks like it's all around everybody, so I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it has got him. I can't tell. Yeah. We'll find out next issue. I suspect he's far too clever to be mind-controlled. Oh, hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was looking up stuff about stealth, but I'm not going to say anything until next issue. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're one of those ones that reads the last page of the book. <laughs> I mean, not that they're really spoilers since the book is like 96, <laughs> 30 years old. How, what, 96, 2006, 2016. 26 years old. There we go. That's not so bad. Either way, spoilers. <laughs> All righty. Well, we will find out next week. We'll find out next week what happens to Stealth and all the rest here on Rebels Island. <laughs>
All righty. That is it for us. You can always catch us. If you want to send us a comment, you can catch us at Legion of Substitute Podcasters. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Gmails. We're on the Twitter. We're everywhere. You can send us a comment, and we will happily read them. In the meantime, we will see you all next W-E-E-K. <laughs> well, maybe some of us will. <laughs> some of us will see you. <laughs> it depends which ones survive. I-J-A-Z-E-L-I-M-D-R-U-G-I-D-A-N-Z-A-H-V-A-L-N-O-S-T-I. Oh my gosh. That's one word? No. A lot of words? It's like six. Okay. Well. I got nothing. (laughs) If you know it, you know it. I guess. Clearly, you must. That must be how it works. (laughs) Someone out there knows it. Maybe. I'm sure they do. I'm sure we got people out there in IZXQEWLLL land who are absolutely completely understanding every single syllable in that six word farewell. (laughs) But I'm not one of them.